Vibe Show 97.9. What it do? What's going on? Listen, I told y'all we had another exclusive coming up. Matter of fact, all we do is exclusives. You know what I'm saying? These relationships, man. I'm telling you, great relationships, great people. We got a major queen killing it out here, doing major things. And I am so honored to introduce this queen right here. I'm talking about the one, the only, the lovely Jasmine Sanders. Hi. Thanks for What's having up? me. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you, you did you get caught in that traffic or something like that? Man, did I ever. L.A. traffic. <laughs> it doesn't care about COVID or nothing. It's highly disrespectful. <laughs> right, right. Why did I think that you were in um, Atlanta? I don't know. Yeah, don't I'm know. in Los Angeles. I've been here for probably five years now. Almost really? five years. Now, now, you know, I, I, let's start right there now. Okay, so now transitioning <laughs> to um, Los Angeles, let's talk about what that transition um, was for you. Now, wait, before we do that now, Jazz, um, I want to thank you again because I know that, you know, you got a lot going on. Um, you're busy, super, super busy uh, like myself. And to take time out of your busy schedule to actually um, bless us with this interview and your time. We are grateful. Oh, Thank no you. I'm, I'm humble that you would have me. I just appreciate it. You a queen to us. Come on now. You a queen to us. We ain't gonna play no games. We loving it. We loving it. <laughs> but what was that transition like um for you? Because you know, it's more diverse, um, faster, a lot going on out there, you know, Hollywood, the whole ambiance of it all, uh everybody's celebs everywhere, all of this the yeah. whole vibe. What's what was that transition like for you? Well, it was it was definitely interesting because, you know, I moved from New York here. So mm. even though both places are really fast, the vibe is completely different. Really? Like in New York, you know, you got celebrities on the subway. They're eating outside. Nobody cares. Right. You know, they just kind of mingle in. But out here, you know, it's totally different. It's I don't want to say it's fake because I think everybody says that, mm. but I think it's one of those places you definitely got to get your tribe and you got to find <laughs> where you fit in and just, right. you know, understand it's going to be very different. Everything is visual. Right. You know, you go to the grocery store, you just can't, you know, running. You got to be glammed up, you know. Really? It's definitely a production. It's a production. <laughs> now, you know, um, they say they say that Atlanta um, is like that too. Now you know the few times that I've been out there, um, it is on a whole nother level, and everybody is celebrityed up. And and I'm talking about they got their glasses on, and 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 it's like one big uh, celebrity show. Um, and I just think that uh, it's, it's it's truly amazing because you're you're the total opposite of that you know what i'm saying like yeah. you, you're very down to earth um you know you you love people um it's just you know now what's weird though is your vibe with you um you know being a new yorker your vibe to me you 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 give me like that southern vibe you know what i'm saying now, is that roots about it my roots are southern okay. i was born and raised in tennessee right uh my family my biological family is from new york so i always had that little swag that little extra sass right but i'm definitely you know southern girl you know hospitality you know down to earth you know born and raised on a farm as a matter of fact so i think that's probably why uh, i'm very approachable 
you know, I like nice things, but they don't define me. Right. Um, I can drink a beer, I can drink wine, or I can sip whiskey. What right, you want to do? Right, right. I'm that kind of girl. Right, right. And, you know, that's what um, I think that's another one of the things that um, really attached me to your spirit uh, when I was first introduced um, to you and your brand. Um, I think that was one of the things that, that I kind of gravitated to the most because you kind of... Um, you you gave me you gave me that vibe and i felt like i could um connect with that even from a distance and um that was another thing and and not to mention um you know you being a journalist your skills go you know beyond the dl hughley show um you know that gives you more visual but you were already you know doing a lot of amazing things mm -hmm. um before that which i connected with that as well and um this adding on with the DL brand, um, you know, also definitely enhanced, um, you know, your brands as well, but you were already doing things, um, you know, community stuff, all, all different types yeah. of things that, that you attach to that um, I'm super thankful for, you know, cause it's a Thank blessing you. to the world with having people um, that's really, you know, really connected to people and the world and, and wanting to see it in a better place. So thank you for that. Oh, obviously. Thank you. Thank you for respecting that and acknowledging it. You know, I do it because I, I, I believe too much given much required. You know, I right. love my people, you know, whether, you know, it's virtual, you know, I just I love black people. And so if I can do something to help in any way, I'm always down to do it. Right. With, you know, with, with being in the business, um, you know, as long as you've been in, you've still you know, yet not allowed it to um, redefine you and, 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 and got caught up in the lights and, and all that type of stuff or whatever, you know, what would you say, um, you know, is the thing that keeps uh, Jasmine Sanders grounded and, and on the ground, even though you're still gaining new heights in your career? I would say my super real friends <laughs> and my family keep me grounded right. and they remind me where I came from. Not that I forget, but I think it's important that you surround yourself by people who tell you the truth and right. tell you when, you know, your stuff stinks. You know, right. I think that stuff is important. And so for me, it's about making sure that I don't forget where I came from and I don't forget that just as quickly well, even though I didn't gain it quickly, but just as I got it, I could also lose it. So my thing is, you know, I'm no better than the next person. I may grind a little harder, you know, but I I'm no better than anybody else. Right. Would you say that um, being in the entertainment business was um, was that always the vision for you? Because I know, you know, your journalist skills are um, definitely, definitely tight. You know what I mean? And um, I admire that with being a journalist myself. Um, you are one of the journalists that I do admire your style of, of doing it. Um, I feel that it connects more with people. Um, like I say, with having that whole vibe and aura about yourself. But um, where you at today um, in, in, in the game, was that always... Um, a vision for you or things kind of happened along the way of um, the growth in your process on your journey? I knew exactly what I wanted to do pretty early on. I knew that it would involve um, 
doing something on stage. I, I didn't see it really in the way of radio, right. but I always knew I wanted to be some type of entertainer. The problem was I couldn't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't really dance, but I figured I could do something. And it was a, a, a moment when I was in high school that I dressed up like Prince and, you know, that pretty much propelled me uh I think on my journey. So that when I went to college, I wasn't exactly sure what I needed to do, but one conversation with my academic advisor and he was like, you should talk for a living. And so I was very clear in, you know, I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be like Barbara Walters. I wanted to be a news anchor. Um, And I got into TV. The news side of it was a little too real for me in terms of having to cover stories about, you know, children dying or people losing everything and speaking about it in such a cavalier way. And I could not forget about it. And it was just too much for me. So I made the decision to do radio instead because I knew I could maintain my journalistic integrity. Right. Uh, I could tell a story, give you all the facts and still be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I figured, you know, this would be a good way to make a living. And and it has been. I, I absolutely love it. So it doesn't feel like work, although I put a lot of work into it. You know, I'm one of those people that I dig, I dig more, and I keep digging until I get to the bare bones fact of it, as opposed to the headlines, which is, I think, kind of popular at the moment, thanks right. to social media. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, you know, uh, everything that I studied, everything that was taught to me, I'm able to put to use every day. Right. Um, definitely. Definitely. Um, now, you know, one of the questions, and um, I want to go back to it, uh, Jacqueline, uh, Yvette Public Relations. Hey, Jacqueline. Um, wanted to know, she says, spill the beans. Um, what is the funniest moment working with DL? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seems like y'all have a yeah, lot of them. Moment every day. There is something. There is something every day. Either it is, you know, him remembering the most random, odd facts that you'd never think that he would know to, you know, him mispronouncing a word and me trying to correct him and him swearing that he's right. Right, Or, you know, he'll tell me these grandiose stories about having quail at the Waffle House. I'm like, I'm a Southern girl. You know what I know for a fact? They don't sell quail at the Waffle House. You know, like it's it's just always something with him. It's always something. And I'll tell you this. It's interesting because people think that he's always serious and buttoned up and, you know, Mm -hmm. angry about, you know, political upheaval or injustices. But he's really a funny, caring, sensitive, not overly sensitive. Let me straighten that out because we'll fight about that tomorrow. Right. Um, But he's he's just he's really an amazing guy. He and he knows so much like he can say something stupid like. Do you know that there's a certain beetle in Africa that's named after a Z? Just something crazy. Like, <laughs> how do you know that? Like, right. how, how do you know that? Right, so, right. There's so many things. There are just too many to name. But it's fun. Right. It's a lot of fun. We'll now, funny, you know, now you can correct me on this information here. Funny story. Um you and DL didn't vibe at first, you know, when 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 <laughs> when you were up for um, you know, when they was trying to um add an addition. Uh-huh. Um, to the show, uh, you and DL kind of bumped heads a little bit at, at, at the beginning, but you stood your ground though. You stood your ground. Can we, can we, can we talk, can we talk about that? 
it's so many times that that has happened from the very, very beginning. Like when we first met, you know, they were telling me they wanted to do this show with DL Hughley and, you know, they wanted me to be the co-host. And I was like, I don't even know that he likes black women or gets along with black women and I'm a strong personality. So I was like, I don't know if that's going to work. Um, but I didn't really know a lot about him. I just knew the, the comedy guy. That's all I knew. And so I flew out to LA. He was late. I was mad that he was late, but we got through that. I ordered champagne and drank it till he arrived. Uh, and right out the gate, he was like, you know, you're not the person that I, I really want. And I was like, well, you should go after who you want. Like, right, we, right. it wasn't really above heads. You know, it was kind of like he was telling me what he wanted. And, and I said, well, I think you should fight for that. Because if the show was going to bear your name, uh, whether it lives or fails, will all be on you. So make sure it's all you. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, at the end of the conversation, he was like, I think you're the one. And really? I said, you don't have to blow smoke up my butt. Right. If it's not me, it's not me. I'm good. I got a job in New York, Right. whatever. And the next week they called and said, you know, he wants to have breakfast with you. And I show up and he was like, I told you I'd see you again. Right. And so I was like, well, are you sure? And he was like, yeah. And so from the very beginning, I was very honest with him. He was very honest with me. And, you know, there were a couple of times on the show where we bumped heads a lot because mm-hmm. I'm a stand your ground kind of girl. Right. You know, it was a lot right. of subjects we didn't always agree upon. But the great thing about him is that um, he's secure enough in himself that he's okay with me standing my ground. And mm-hmm. we have spirited debates. That's what I call them right. uh, as opposed to arguments. And in the end, you know, we come to some type of, you know, agreement and maybe it's to agree to disagree. Right, right. But I love the fact that he respects my opinion as a woman, which we all know being a woman in this industry is not easy. Uh, so I, I'm just so appreciative of that in him. Right. I, I I love those stories. I love I love I love those stories. Seriously, I do too when they're over. <laughs> you know, when we're arguing, it is not fun. It's a, it's, but it, it gets it's over, intense. It's all good, right? But you know the beauty the beauty of it all. Um, I think is um, you know building building with one another and learning one another and 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 you know because you know having having different you don't want a personality. Um, connected with you that's the same or afraid to speak their mind or, you know, maybe some people might like being in spaces like that or whatever, but I think that you guys chemistry, I think that it was a perfect fit. Um, And I think that he saw, he saw that in you as well. You know what I mean? Cause you know, don't get, you know, men like, um, men, men, men like timid women a little bit or whatever, but, you know, uh, but the majority of men, we like strong women. We, we, we like the, the women that's going to, you know, correct us. And, and you know what I mean? When we wrong or whatever, we might act well, like I we don't. That's what growth is all about. Right. I think, you know, if you're in a relationship and no one is being challenged, then you become stagnant. And we all know, you know, stagnant means death because movement is life and, you know, growing pains, they hurt, but in the end, they are worth it. And, and 
I'm glad to be partnered with somebody who challenges me because I don't know everything right. and he don't either. Right. <laughs> so right. we challenge and we ebb and flow with that. There are days where it's really about him teaching me a lot of things that I didn't know, maybe about, you know, politics or history. And then, you know, on my end, there are days that I'm teaching him about politics or history or, or something else. Mm-hmm. And so I think that is what has made our show successful instead of me being angry that he knew something that I didn't, I thank him for that knowledge. Now I'm going to verify it on Google, <laughs> but I thank him for that. And and he is the same way with me. And so I think we have that, like I said before, that ebb and flow kind of relationship and it works. Right. You know, with, with, um, with being a journalist, um, you know, and, and, and things have shifted since the last time me and you connected things, things have dramatic, uh, dramatically just, um, shifted and, and none of us, um, could even see anything, um, like this or the state of America, um, with, you know, with being a journalist and being passionate, um, about people and, um, the world, um, how, how has things impacted you, um, on a personal level? Um, well, first, let me say this, I was blessed enough to have recovered from COVID because I, uh, I was diagnosed with COVID. Uh, I got it from DL after having, he was on the road and, um, I was very lucky. I, I, I was one of those people. It wasn't that I didn't take it seriously in the beginning, but I really believed it was something that would never visit my doorstep. Because I think a lot of people think that way. I wore my mask, you know, I was socially distant, but in the studio, you know, we're all close together in a very tight space. Um, And I just never thought I'd get it. I was asymptomatic, didn't know I had it. Uh, And the only reason I went to get tested was because, you know, DL had turned up positive. And I, I mean, it had been days since he had been positive and who knows how long I had been walking around with it, but I had it and I had no symptoms. I felt fine. So when they told me that I was positive, I was floored and I couldn't believe it. And so, you know, now I look at all of these people who refuse to wear masks and I think about, you know, we're already over a million cases diagnosed in Texas alone and and over 250,000 deaths already. And right. just these people who are not taking it seriously. I was lucky enough that, you know, I came out unscathed. Um, I did lose my sense of smell. I was a little tired but that was pretty much it. I I was able to recover completely. But I think about the people who've lost family members and 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 loved ones. And I I think to myself, how can you know the things that you know? Mm-hmm. Even if you don't want to believe what you see on TV, just do your own research. And and if you don't want to wear a mask for yourself, wear it for the protection of other people. So for me, it's just hard to believe that all of the information out there. Uh, that people still believe that it's it's a hoax. Right, right. You know, it's um, crazy. It, it 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 really really is. And um, you are as well as DL. You guys, you guys. I like the fact that you guys stay um, y'all stay tapped in with everything that's going on, and y'all always um, posting things um, to bring awareness um, of all of the a um, lot of the things that's that's going on out here with uh, social injustice. Um, mm-hmm. You know. Uh, I just feel like we're we're in a space where um the world is being divided. Um yeah. 
you know, and 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 I don't know, you know, because that it's, it's a dangerous game to play, and and you know, it's sad to see people buying into it because you know, bef- you know, four years ago, you know, we yeah, we're always gonna have things that's going on in the world or whatever, but you know, I, I can honestly say that it, you know, it's I don't think it's ever really been this bad. Would you agree? Yeah, I do agree. And I I question myself, is it that we just didn't see it? Right. Uh, and now that we have camera phones and social media and what used to take months before it would get from one coast to the other, now we know in a matter of milliseconds. Right. I, I, I'm not sure, but I, I do believe that there is a seismic shift even in the atmosphere. Mm. I feel as though... Um, there is a darkness that's hanging that I used to not feel. And I don't know if it's because I know it's there. Um, Even the way we treat each other is different. I've never seen so much vitriol and so much hate um, that's played out before our eyes. And I can only imagine what our children are thinking because they have to survive in this world with a childlike mind and try to understand, you know, why are things so different because of the color of some someone's skin? And you would think that the problems that we were experiencing in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s we wouldn't still have going into 2021. Exactly. You know, it's like we could figure out how to send a man to the moon. And also now they're talking about, I read the other day where Elon Musk is trying to come up with an Uber way to send people to the moon. So we can do that, but we can't figure out (laughs) how to get rid of racism or how to to make things work. What about police brutality and and all of the other social injustices? It just makes no sense to me. Come on. See, and, and, and that's, that's what I'm saying. And, And that's what kind of have me in a mental space where I'm like, are they strategically, um, are they strategically doing this? Are they, yeah, are, you know, I, you know, is, is this strategically planned? I'm sorry. Is 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 this strategically planned, or or like what? You know, because I'm I, I'm into thinking like that. I'm I, you know, I don't think any. I don't just think things are not possible. You know, and I'm not right. a huge conspiracy theorist, but you know, I I, I don't think that they just everything is a lie. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. No, anything is possible. It's just I don't know. I just think, you know, the best thing you can do is stay prayed up, stay positive, take care of your friends and your family, your circle, keep all those people close, you know, and just grind every day and trying to make sure that you're trying to, you know, create generational wealth so that your babies will be okay and their babies will be okay long after we're gone. Right, right. Absolutely. Um, you know, another thing too, with, um, your, your community work, um, you know, you, you, you're very passionate about so many different things. What would you say is the thing that you're most passionate about though? The thing I'm most passionate about is foster care awareness, Mm -hmm. that and adoption. Right. Um, Probably because of my own story, having been uh, given away at birth and placed in foster care and had gone through four families before Uh, I found my forever home. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God! Well, hold on, hold on. This is a uh, this is an exclusive right here. Come on, Jazz. It's true. Wow. It's, a, it's a thousand percent true. And so, for me, I recognize that you know, 
it may not, it could have not ended that way. Mm -hmm. It could have been that I, you know, stayed in the foster care system and aged out. And where would I be if that had happened? You know, Um, it's true statistically that the older you get, the less adoptable you become because parents who want to adopt, want to adopt babies. You know, they don't want to adopt children. And so, you know, for me, it's, it's trying to bring awareness to the community that there's so many black and brown babies that are left in the system because we're the last ones to be adopted. And so, you know, I've been, I've made it, tried to make it my life's work to, to speak about it as much as I can to let people know that, you know, we're bruised, but we're not broken. And so that's why I I went on to create the campaign hashtag adopted and winning. I think just because you're adopted, it doesn't mean that it's um, some kind of uh, scarlet letter that you carry for the rest of your life. And somehow it makes you unworthy of anything great and valuable. Um, I think just because you're adopted doesn't mean you can't win. And and I'm a perfect example of that. Right. Absolutely. I love the sound effects. <laughs> I love we, the we try to keep it. We try to keep it all the way vibed out over on this side right here. You know, what I'm saying? I like the vibe of it all. Um, now, you know, um, fashion. Um, I, you know, I'll be checking out your checking out your styles too. You be styling mm-hmm. on them. You know, you you know hairstyles. Um, you know, you you, you be busting out the fashion on them. Um, how how into it? Um, are you, uh, it, it, you know, your, your appearance and um, h- how important is that to you um, on the level that you are? Cause like you said, you don't, you don't have to always have um, Louis this and, and Gucci that and all that stuff or whatever, you know, I think that you the type that, you know, you'd be putting things together. I do. To make it look I good. believe that I think once you become a slave to fashion and a slave to designers, yeah. I think that you are no longer your own. I think Personal style is supposed to be that. It's supposed to be personal. So it's supposed to be a reflection of who you are, your personality, how you feel. So it doesn't matter if if it comes from Target, if it comes from Givenchy or whatever. I think that it's it's really all how you feel. So I am the kind of girl that I will rock some jeans that I got from Target with a dope Gucci shirt and, you know, a a pair of, you know, Stella shoes or, you know, some bamboo earrings from the hair store for, you know, (laughs) $4.99. That's the kind of girl I am. If I like it, I buy it and I wear it. I don't care, you know, if it's expensive or if it's inexpensive, if it looks good and I like it, but I certainly wouldn't buy something just because it has a designer name on it. I think right. that's so stupid. Right. Like, I think you should buy things because they look good on you. Because trust me when I tell you, everything doesn't look good on everybody. I don't yeah, care how much absolutely. it costs. So I think you have to pick and choose, you know, what works for you. And for me, you know, I love a dope Target t-shirt. You know, I love clothes from expensive places, but I love the little boutiques too. I'll go to a resale shop. I'll go to Buffalo Exchange. I'll do all of that. I'll go to Goodwill. I do all of that. <laughs> right, right, right. True. You know, um, what, you know, tying into that, tying into that. The only thing I don't, the only thing that I spare no expense on is perfume. Mm. Now that that's different for me. I, I'm I believe that your scent is your signature right. because long after you you've gone, your scent remains. Right, right. Hey, 
Hey, everybody out there, everybody out there, you listening, you just, you just heard that now, Jasmine, just put it down. She just dropped the gym. Make sure y'all it's pick true. it up. Y'all pick it up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I love you want to turn heads, put on a good scent. That's Doesn't right. even matter what you're wearing. Right. It's what do you smell like that right. people remember. Do you think us, um, us as, um, people of color, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll put it like that. People of color, you think that that we um, we get caught up too much in labels um, at times. You, you know um, that we 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 sometimes allow that to define us um, in 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 most ways. Or do you think that that's kind of a stereotype um, that? Uh, I, I can't really even say the world. Will we just will we put it in? Will we say our culture, or how would well, we put that? I, well, first, I would say stereotypes typically are based on some truth, right? Mm-hmm. I think that they are just embellished quite a bit, but they certainly are. But I think that we are, but it's through no fault of our own. I right. think that for you know what hundreds of years we've been trying to find our value, right. uh, and I think that. Uh, it was stolen from us. And so I think the reason why we get so caught up into labels is that we're always trying to prove that we are, you know, valuable. And so right. if we can't make you believe that about our bodies, then we'll adorn ourselves in a way to, you know, look like we are a value. I think that's what we do. And so I don't necessarily think that um, we realize it all the time. I think when someone takes their entire paycheck and goes and buys a lot of designer things just to be able to say, I look good and I can afford this, really, you look really kind of silly because that will eventually not be in style anymore. Your bank account will be in the deficit. Right. And now the next, it's like, it's like you're feeding a voracious appetite that's never full, never satiated because there's always going to be something that's dope that you're going to want. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that means your bank account will always be empty. If you really can't afford, you know, these, <laughs> you know, $1,700 shoes and a $3,000 bag, and you're trying to keep up with it. You're never going to win. It's like at Vegas, the house always wins. Right. But again, I think it goes back to not really being our own fault. Like society believes that we as black and Brown people have no value. Mm-hmm. And so I think we adorn ourselves to hopefully look valuable and eventually convince them that we are, but that's not the answer. Right. right. It's not I, the answer. It doesn't I, work that way. I, I, I agree with you on that. Um, you know, now as a black queen, um, such as yourself, you know, um, I like the fact that you, um, you, you, you keep it all organic. You know what I mean? Um, would you say, a few years back that um, we kind of shifted over into um, the, um, this fictitious uh, way of living with enhancing um, the bodies and, and feeling like we, cause you know, I always thought that, you know, and for a while that, you know, a, a lot of the, a lot of the, um, I'm going to say the other side uh, would do that more with, you know, facelifts, the whole nine, um, you know what I mean? But it seems right. like we're doing it more now than ever. Um, can we touch on that a little bit with you being an, um, still or in organic space? Well, 
I think I try not to down uh, anybody else for their choices, but I will say, uh, again, going back to uh, our value being stolen from us, mm-hmm. we're always in search of that. So right. the thing that we have innately, you know, the hips, the, you know, the asses, the lips, all of that. Right. Um, at one point when it was just us with that, it was considered to be ugly and too big. And, you know, know, the thing that and from a Western standpoint was stick thin, you know, little waist, no hips, you know, all of that. And we were the outliers. We right. were the ones that nobody wanted. Right. But then all of a sudden that became popular. And we felt that it wasn't enough that we already had it because now what made it popular was fake, right? Wow. Because they overdid, I don't want to say the Kardashians, but something like that. Right. They made it almost like a Barbie doll where no one's really born like that. Right. Very few people are really born like that. Right. Aesthetically, it just biologically, it doesn't even seem possible. And so rather than be okay with where we are, mm-hmm. now try to live up to where they are. And it, it doesn't make sense. It's like, okay, well, we are already, you see my dog, where we're, we, we are already born with this. Right. Like I'm probably the hippest person I know, <laughs> but I think that, you know, we have got to get back to being comfortable in our own skin. And I, I personally think that we're, we're on a wave of that. I think black is in right now. Black is beautiful. And it's always been beautiful. I think we're just now beginning to see it. And I don't think that you're going to be able to turn us back. Now you see sisters on TV rocking natural. Mm-hmm. Now you see, us kind of wearing our own curl patterns and we're happy that whether we're dark skin, light skin, you know, we're embracing our natural magical selves. And I think it's long overdue. I'm so happy to see it. And I think it's almost impossible to put this dragon back in the box. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, that's, that's why, you know, I love, I love talking to you because, you know, your mind, you know what I mean? It's, it's expanded. You know, it's not just in this little box or whatever. We can talk about so many different things. Um, you know, how do you, how does Jasmine Sanders, um, how do you, how do you stay, how do you, how do you don't get caught up in the hype of Hollywood and, 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 you know, living a celebrity life? Because, you know, you are a celebrity, you know, um, that's, that's just, a that's, I'm, you might not, you might not think that you are, but you are a celebrity. And, um, you know, people see you all the time, you know, and, 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 and how do you, how do you just stay in that, in that pocket, in, in that space to not just really get caught up? What are you, what are the, some of the things that you do to just protect yourself from the business? Cause you know, the business can swallow you up. You know yes, that. It Absolutely. You know, I just, well, first of all, I always remember I'm Joe Boy's daughter. I remember where I came from. Uh, I remember the journey that it took to get me here. And I remember the person that I was when I wasn't, you know, living the kind of life that I am now. And, you know, I was born and raised on a farm. I lived a simple life. And I learned very early on that the simple things brought me the greatest joy. And I just, I don't know, I think I just keep that school of thought that all of these fancy things. And and I'm not going to lie and say, I don't like them. I do. But again, I just don't allow them to define me because the one thing that I do know is you, the one thing you can't take away from me is me. Mm. 
You could take away my job. You could take away, you know, all of my clothes and my bags and jewelry. All of those things can be taken from me. So why would I put my joy and my sense of purpose and my sense of who I am, I am into something that that could be taken away. Like that doesn't even make any sense. So I always remember the best place to keep my joy and to keep myself is within myself. I I can invest in that because you can't take that from me. Everything else can be taken. Everything else can be taken. Whether someone breaks in and steals it all. And then what am I? If I'm defined by the car that I drive and somebody steals it now, what, what am I now? But if I am me, authentically me, the good and the bad, what can you do about that? You can love me, you can hate me, whatever, but I'm still here. Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. I, I love that answer. I love, I love the way you break things down. Um, now, what can we look forward to uh, in the future, like uh, if whenever things get back to any form of normalcy that we all know? Um, huh. what, 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 you know, what could you drop on us as far as uh, new projects? Um, what can mm. we look forward to? Well, uh, I'm working on several things. I'm working on a, a beauty line. I'm working on a, a cosmetic store. I'm working on a book. Wow. Uh, I'm working on a podcast and a video podcast called Don't Tell Me to Shut Up, what? which means exactly what it says. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm working on a couple of production uh, deals. Uh, I got a lot of stuff working. I'm really excited about it, you know. So 2020 was a wash, but uh, in many ways, I think it was a blessing because I think it allowed us to sit still and to be focused. And to for those of us who felt that our lives were going in the wrong direction, this was an opportunity for you to press reset um, and to just kind of gather your stuff uh, and be ready for, for for the next year. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Listen, um, you already know one thing. Whenever those things um, are getting ready to roll out, and I don't want to have to come to LA and um, hunt you down. <laughs> now I'm serious. Now I had to, I had to, I had to come and get you again. Now I, 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 I you, you know what time it is. Now you got yes. to come back on here. I, I, I want the exclusives, Absolutely. Jazz. I'm serious now. And, Absolutely, and, you got it you for got real it. now, because I, I, you know, I like to keep my people um, connected, and they love you. A lot of people out here love you, and we want to stay connected in any way that we could help you with. Um, promoting and, and and pushing those products out there even more. Um, we I want, appreciate we, we that. Want, so we definitely want to be connected in the loop. We got Thank you. you so Absolutely. You. Absolutely. You. you know, it's love. Now, um, <laughs> before we get out of here, um, let's, uh, let's, let's put the social platforms and ways that people can um, connect with you on any type of level for advice or uh, just to follow you and, and, and stay plugged in with what Jasmine Sanders brand has going on. So you can follow me on all social media platforms at I am Jasmine Sanders. Uh, the great thing that I can tell you is that I do go through my DMs uh, and my social media. I do have a social media person, but I always follow through to make sure that the uh, DMs are being returned and things like that. So if you have any questions or, you know, if you just want to reach out and, you know, get some advice about something or just say, hey, I tend to respond to all of them. I'm, I'm not going to lie. She do. She, I, I can could, I could co-sign that. She do. She's a real one. She's definitely a real yeah. one. Um, and and uh, before, we, before we wrap up, 
Um, you, you've, you've been dropping gems the whole way. You're a gem dropper. Um, that's definitely what you are to me. You're a gem dropper. What, you know, what, what, what advice or words of uplift that you could, um, leave people with that may be feeling down in spirit because of everything that's going on out there in the world, lost loved ones to COVID, uh, lost mm-hmm. jobs, just in a bad mental space. What, 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 give them some warm words of uplift. Well, the first thing I would say is I, I always remember what my grandmother used to say when I was growing up, and that is joy comes in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and also uh, you have to count it all joy, even the, the bad things. They may seem really bad in the moment, but there is a reason why you're going through a particular something. And sometimes the universe doesn't has been unsuccessful in trying to reach you in other ways. So sometimes the way that they get your attention is through something bad, but just know that it won't always be bad. And the most important thing is to always remember that hope floats. You just have to be willing to put it out there and ride that wave. Ride the wave. Ugh. I love that. <laughs> I, I love that, Jazz. Listen, I want to thank you um, personally from the bottom of my heart. I love you so much. And for me, the Vibe oh, Team, Esource, Jacqueline Yvette PR, um, we just want to say thank you so, so much. You always come through for us. Um, thank you for, for blessing the show with your greatness. And we can't wait to get you back on here again. We thank wish you so you, much yes. for having me. I appreciate it so much. I really do. You guys are awesome. You Thank really are. We wish you more blessings and more success with everything that you got going on right now Thank and you. everything you. that you're going to have going on in 2021, baby. <laughs> it's the one and only Jasmine <laughs> Sanders. We love you, queen. Love you back. That was my special guest, the one and only Jasmine Sanders. You got to love that queen right there. She is absolutely amazing thank you and shout out to everybody who was on the live who showed my special guest so much love i'm gonna try to shout y'all out real quick before we get out of here uh vibe show casper jacqueline yvette pr play t dot charles johnson uh forbes consulting uh, who else we got on here right quick? Oh, uh, let's see here. Tony Steels. Shout out to Tony Steels. Um, shout out to Naya Zori. Shout out to my girl. What's up? And everybody else that was on the live show, my special guest, so much love. I love y'all so, so much. Y'all continue to protect yourselves. Don't take that COVID for a game. Take it serious, man. Listen. Follow, if you love this interview, if you love this interview, listen, right now, go and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button, turn on those notifications, and follow the Vibe Show 97.9. Also, if you want to hear something like that, play T-Dot, streaming 24-7, nothing but the hits right now. Want it all streaming right now on the Vibe Show exclusive radio website that's www.thevibeshow979.net if you want to hear more exclusive hits if you want to 
find out who's the next exclusive guest coming up or you just want to be in tune to the news of what's going on, y'all make sure y'all go follow our exclusive website. That's www.thevibeshow979.net. Also, rush over there to the mobile app store and download the Vibe Show 979 mobile app available in the Google Store. You can hear that T-Dot, man, on your phone 24-7, man, along with a lot of more amazing talent streaming right now 24 7 bringing you nothing but the hits y'all make sure y'all go and follow me on ig that's kano the don 2975 i'm the vibe king i love y'all y'all make sure y'all keep it safe not sorry i'm out